Hi, everyone. I'm James. I'm John Michael. And we're here hanging out with Rob on Front Row Live. Who are you guys and where did you come from? Because these two releases that you have so far, especially the new one, uh, are incredible. <laughs> I am kind of hooked. I'm glad that Jamie introduced me to you guys, but I've been hooked on, on your music. So talk to me about that uh, kind of getting together and, and creating this project. Valerian John Michael, Sun. take it away. You go first. <laughs> okay. All right. Um, yeah, it all started probably last August. Uh, long story short, this project was in a different genre. Um, the vocalist that we had prior, you know, we were only like together for like a month or something. And he backed out a month before studio dates. I called James like as my savior. And I'm like, dude, I have these studio dates. I don't even have a vocalist. And he said, surprisingly, he was on board right away. So we uh, went into the studio um, with another gentleman, Trey Alexander, who's a local guitar player. And we literally went in pretty intentional. We had zero material written. Um, we knew that we wanted to play rock music, but not really what categorized version of it. So we really relied on the um, our mutual philosophy that music is kind of a language. And we wanted to challenge ourselves and see how fluent we were. And one of two wet things could have happened. It could have ended in a disaster, which I think we were all worried about. Um, but, you know, ultimately and thankfully, uh, it, it ended pretty good. And, you know, we were all, I think, really surprised, you know, that things came out so smooth. But that's the benefit of you know, and the beautiful thing about music and, and how chemistry works. What drew your attention, James, when he reached out to you that first time? Um, his, uh, his sincerity and good looks, mostly, I think. <laughs> good, anyway. good answer. I like that. <laughs> that's all you, I mean, that's all you need for the band, right? Like, <laughs> yeah, that's, yeah, that's right. I mean, like, it's... Uh, <laughs> A bunch of natural um, Justin Bieber's, you know. It's really, it's really, mar- it's really, um, it's really marketing at the end of the day, and yeah, you, know, you have to, you have to know, you have to know where your face is. It's right there. <laughs> so you guys go into the st- <laughs> you clever genius. <laughs> so, so you guys go into the studio this first time around and start creating music. These two releases that we have so far, are these part of that initial uh, session that you guys have or that you guys had in the studio? This is actually uh, a mix and match. So we did the first session and came out with um, two songs, right? We we ended up with two songs. And then Mm -hmm. uh, we went back into the studio for a couple other dates a few months later and put together um, two new original songs and then another cover song. And this, this, the, the burnout is from the second session. That's the more kind of the, a few months more mature version of Valerian Sun and all at once was literally our initial, just straight out of the gate single. What was it about uh, Grant and Carson that you guys wanted to bring them aboard on this new project? I, th- I, th- I think, yeah. Yeah. Uh, I, th- I think, um, Part of the advantage of working with Grant Carson is first their um, incomparable talent for production um, at every level, not just at the engineering level, but at the at the like boots on the ground production level mm-hmm. of, um, you know, like just like um, 
raw songwriting skills, uh, raw doll manipulation, uh, watching, watching Grant fly. They've got like a Captain Kirk Spock thing going on. Uh, Carson, Carson is kind of like, it. yeah, the irreverent go, go by the gut kind of guy. And uh, Grant is, um, Grant is absolutely, yeah, the he is um, the articulate on the grid racing around um, the uh, student, the session file kind of guy. And um, uh, that's, that's the, their talent part of the deal. Second part is they're really known for putting out um, extremely polished and accessible music, rock music um, in the, in the genre we're looking for. And, and I think that's part of, that was part of the initial goal of the project was to make something that's um, a, a tasteful mix of accessible and um, you know, like artistically viable too. So what kickstarted that, that writing session for the burnout? Did you, you guys mentioned that you came into the studio and started from scratch. So how did that, that song start up for you guys? Dan? Yeah. Um, well, that was, that was interesting because I think collectively with this project, there's just a lot going on at any given time. I know James will attest to that. And it continues being like that. But, um, you know, coming up with, I think we just were battling two things, um, not to get off track, but I'll come back to where you are. You know, one door is like you don't want to be manufactured, you know, and with having going in with nothing written, like sometimes things would gear that way and it would be like, well, we got to pull it back. Like we do not want this to be at all manufactured. So what we did is we just were coming up with themes and shooting from the hip. James is really, I'm really thankful for James because as not just as a songwriter, but as gifted as he is, quote unquote, shooting from the hip, um, I can say something about, you know, well, you know, this is a cool theme and like, I can really relate to this. And James would be like, I can relate to this as well. And Trey will chime in and say, okay, well, we have a mutual theme here. And then James will articulate it in this like mad scientist way. And, and literally just uh, his, re- his rebuttal will be so polished, you know, that his rebuttal almost turns into the root of the song. It's kind of hard to explain. And I don't want to over articulate it, um, but no, yeah, I know with the burnout, it was, you know, a pretty simple theme. Um, it was the essence of just, you know, it's difficult to do anything, whether it's a relationship or a career and stay in this zone for a long period of time. And I think with anybody, musicians, you know, yourself, Rob, in that industry, um, traditional careers and relationships, it sometimes can get monotonous you know so you know battling with the mental health stuff and just trying to put you know collectively a a positive spin on mental health and the things that surround it which one component you know that I think we've all dealt with is you know burning out from things before in the past yeah and I I get that and I, I love how we can all relate like you mentioned whether it's a relationship a a labor of love or a business that we're working for um, but coming together, like, because you guys have done your own music in the past, 
uh, your own creative stuff different from what we're listening to today. So coming in together and creating this track or just creating music, how did you guys come to the sound? James, you can take that, buddy. Sure. Um, I think the best answer is um, by intuition, almost completely by itself. Uh, because there was no, like, we, we had no time for trial and error. We didn't have, uh, <laughs> we didn't have the time or money for trial and error. Um, uh, Grant and Carson are worth every penny. I'll say that. Um, yeah. We, 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 nailing the sound was about um, going with our gut instincts and really uh, relying on each other. There's a lot of trust involved with that because yeah. if, you're going, if you're going with your, if you're going with the thing you point at first, um, you have to be intentional. Yeah. yeah, you have to be intentional about it, and you you have to you have to lean on your partners to yeah to make it, to make it happen. And um, thankfully, our trust I I um, would argue is was not misplaced during those sessions. In each other. Yeah. And also with like Grant Carson, I think they're we unofficially consider them like the fourth. Correct me if I'm wrong, James, but the fourth and fifth member of the band almost because. What, what they're really great at um, is mediating us because, you know, I can ramble really easily. And James, you know, like I was saying before, he's really good at concentrating a bunch of fluff and putting it into, you know, something that's more concentrated. But no, those guys, I think they were great because if we got off track, if it wasn't them, somebody in the room was like, hey, guys, like we only have four days and we don't have anything written. So. Yeah. You know, we can't be goofing around. And there was, we were pretty focused, you know, straightforward for four days, which was a blessing. Yeah, they were, they were great at, um, at making, making it all tangible, you know, they're good at, they were, they were good at distilling down the raw materials of what we were working with. And, oh, for sure. Yeah. Helping us shape it all. I feel like you guys did your research with these producers before you guys actually like reached out to them. Oh, we just, we just go, we go way back with them too. So we do. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Grant and I worked together on a project back in the day and he was used mm. to be in a band with one of my um, close family friends. Yeah. Yeah. I've known those guys for, for years too. I was in a band um, called from ashes to new based out of mm. Lancaster and I didn't book the dates with them. The, the vocalist for that band did. And that's the first time I met them. I think I was like 20 or 21 years old. And first time I've really been in a big studio and watching Grant, I wasn't working with Carson at that point, but watching Grant was like, I just, I'm like, is this what producing is? Like this guy is literally, then you understand like the engineer title. You know what I mean? Like it's, it's like you would need a college degree to do what he's doing. Yeah, yeah, I know. Oh man, it's an art form. It's like it's like a dance. It's like a ballet. Yeah, watching him work, it's crazy. And and to incorporate that, I knew that that would have been. I think we all knew that that would have been a great asset for us. Um, and it was. And those guys, 
you know, I mean, we could, we could talk all day literally about those guys. They're just so, <laughs> yeah. no, seriously, like they're truly, just, they're so good and they're so easy to work with mm-hmm. and they just have endless imagination. And it's always, good. it's just, it's better to walk into the studio with somebody that like, I don't like Grant and I weren't like best friends or anything. I, I hadn't seen him since right. like 2011 or something, but we even got then, it's just, last week or something. You guys got in a fist fight. Yeah, we. I, I, yeah, I punched. It. I punched him a little, and he punched <laughs> me a little. UFC. <laughs> My grappling's not as good. Yeah. No, it's pretty. Good. I'm all about them. <laughs> anyway, uh, yeah, it's always better to walk into the studio with somebody that you're at least even a little bit comfortable with. I feel. I feel like, in in fact, I would argue that at least fifty percent of the equation when doing any studio work is the hang is yeah. the hang good is it a good i hate the word vibe but is it a good vibe are the vibes good because <laughs> if they're not look out going back to the burnout the sure. introduction is beautiful i like i love that intro um whose idea was it to have that intro for the song i think i don't what do you think james I mean, it was Trey's riff. riff. It was Trey's riff, but it's probably Grant's arrangement, I would imagine. Or did did Carson do guitars that day? Yeah, I think it was. I think it it, obviously, you're right. It was Trey's riff. And then the like textural thing. Yeah. Yeah. He added, I did say to Grant, I said I wanted to do some EDM, something like EDM. You know, I didn't say in an intro, but at some point in that song. And I went to a wedding. James, you, I think you were still there. I went to a wedding and he said, I'll send you the, you know, the, the bounce, you know, while you're at the wedding. And he sent it to me and I didn't listen to it till the next morning. And I put it on and that intro was in there. And I was like, oh my God. Like, yeah, it's got that cool, like, it sweet thing. Yeah. It was great. But yeah, that was, uh, I have that on video too, I think. That solo that Trey played in the beginning when we were tracking guitar and James is like playing with a lightsaber. <laughs> i mean if you if you put a lightsaber in your studio talk about vibes dude we're gonna start using <laughs> that word a lot <laughs> is this kind of opening the gateway to like whatever we can expect like moving forward like is this the kind of sound that you guys are looking to continue to create or is this something that you guys are still trying to kind of discover in yourselves I don't know. We haven't thought about it. I'm going to let John Michael answer that question while I address the stuff I have in the oven. <laughs> yeah, you're good, bro. <laughs> yeah, that's, I've been thinking about that lately. And, you know, the theme of this project, I think, is it's kind of like if it's not broken, don't fix it. And initially, when we were thinking, we're like, how do we, you know, how do we spin, you know, a negative into a positive, not having anything written, James being involved, you know, couple weeks before we even go into the studio i'm like when i did say you know we were saying let's be intentional we might just carry that on and it's not the most effective approach to take into a studio especially i mean it's not cheap to record at this place and we're independent you know so we're paying for it uh, for now but yeah i mean it just it feels right and i know a lot of people especially independents don't go in with nothing so I don't know. I've been thinking lately, you know, I have a feeling what next time we go in, it's probably going to be like a 180 
we're going to stay within a theme. We wanted to write these five songs um, from the beginning. We, we had the narrative that we wanted to write the five songs that they were different enough so that we weren't pigeonholed in the future, you know? So the next time we go in, I know I have some ideas and I know James is, he always has some ideas. It'll be interesting, but we won't probably know exactly until we, we walk in to be honest. Yeah, so, I'm not, I'm not scared of it being kind of an eclectic thing either. Yeah. Um, I have like one of my favorite, my, I would say probably at this point, my favorite artist is Jeff Buckley. God rest his soul. And he's um, um, I don't know. He's known for being a little all over the place. So, Hey man, he's a lot I like quirky too. I think we're a little quirky. We are definitely goofy. There's no hiding that. And that has, that has a place as well. Being intentionally like who you actually are, not trying to be somebody else. You know, I'm excited that I got introduced to you guys. Um, because I'm, Likewise. I really want to see like what else comes out, what else you guys create. Because uh, these first two songs are incredible. Yeah, so, thanks thank- for having us, man. For sure. I mean, yeah, thank was, you so much. It's uh, six o'clock in LA, and it's like nine thirty here, almost ten o'clock. So, I mean, when I found out your name was Rob Pereira, I was like, "We've got to do this, man." You know. <laughs> And you're a likable guy. So we appreciate it. And, you know, any uh, exposure or, or interest that we can have right now is, is just a you know blessing for us. And we're so yeah. thankful. Great questions. Thank you for the conversation. Hey, it's Rob again. If you enjoyed this interview, please follow for more. And I invite you to head over to my YouTube channel, Front Row Live ENT, where I have thousands of video interviews with my favorite new and established artists. Once again, thank you for tuning in and have a great night.